Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 5th of October, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. On Saturday the 1st, the Turkish Foreign Ministry said that Russia's annexation of four Ukrainian regions was a serious violation of international law. The ministry also said that Turkey didn't recognize the annexed regions, Donetsk, Luhansk, Kyrgyzstan, and Zaporizhia as a part of Russian territory, and added that the country also hadn't recognized Russia's annexation of Crimea back in 2014. This announcement came after Russia held, quote, referendums on the annexation of the occupied regions of Ukraine on Friday the 30th of September. However, Ukraine and other Western countries said that the referendum was against international law and that the votes were non-representative. On that note about the Russian invasion of Ukraine, on Thursday the 29th of September, the chief executive of the Zarat Bankasi, one of Turkey's national banks, announced that the bank suspended its use of the Russian Mir payment system, just like two other private banks in the country did last week. The Mir system is the Russian alternative to the Visa and MasterCard systems. After the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Visa and MasterCard suspended their operations in Russia. So, the country became dependent on the Mir system. However, following the recent U.S. backlash, many countries have started to abandon the system, blocking Mir cards and holders from accessing their money outside of Russia. The U.S. has been putting pressure on businesses that keep commercial ties with Russia and that are helping the country skirt sanctions. Because Russians have access to the Mir system in Turkey, they were able to get around the sanctions. Last month, in a letter, the U.S. Treasury said that Turkish business people might face penalties if they helped Russia bypass sanctions. More on international relations. On Friday the 30th of September, Sweden lifted its ban on exporting arms to Turkey and has begun to issue export permits for military equipment. Back in 2019, Sweden prohibited the export of arms to Turkey, citing its military operation in Syria against the Syrian Kurdish People's Defense Units, best known as YPG. Turkey deems the YPG as the Syrian branch of the Kurdish Workers' Party, or PKK, which the country considers a terrorist organization. Many people believe that Sweden lifted the ban because it wants to join NATO. Recall that earlier this year, Turkey said that it was against Sweden and Finland joining NATO, claiming that the two countries were supporting terrorist organizations that have been a threat to the country's national security. Now let's see what the officials are up to. The T24, an online news outlet, reported that the ruling Justice and Development Party will submit a new bill to the parliament, which will include a 100% price hike on the departure fee for traveling abroad. Currently, citizens have to pay a fee of 150 liras, around 8 US dollars, before leaving the country. Back in March, the fee was 50 liras, almost $3. If the parliament passes the bill, they will have increased the fee sixfold. Many people have been criticizing the departure fee. They said that the government should encourage its citizens to travel more and not demand money to do so. The opposition also submitted a bill to parliament. On Tuesday the 4th, the Republican People's Party submitted a draft law that aims to protect women's rights to wear headscarves in the public sphere. The headscarf issue has been one of the main disagreements between the conservative and the secular parties. Back in the 90s and early 2000s, wearing a headscarf in school and public institutions was forbidden, and many people had to drop out of school or couldn't get jobs they wanted and were qualified for because of the way they dressed. The government lifted these bans in the 2000s. However, some employers still deny women work because of their headscarves. Kemal Kalich Darulu, the leader of the party, 
said that citizens of this country have been suffering because of polarization and discrimination, and that some politicians have been exploiting these past wounds for votes. He added that his party aimed to remove women's attire from politics and legally protect women's right to wear headscarves. In other news, a few weeks back, on the 14th of September, Hadisa, a well-known pop star, filed for divorce in the Beykuz courthouse in Istanbul. Her divorce was an open and shut case, and Hadise and her husband officially got divorced on the 30th. However, law experts pointed out that the case was closed too quickly. Some lawyers said that they had to wait three months to get a trial date from the same court, and that it was very unusual that someone could get divorced within two weeks. Some attorneys also pointed out that Turkish law doesn't allow consensual divorce in the first year of marriage, so if a couple wants to get divorced before their first year anniversary, they have to go through a contested divorce where they have to attend trials and prove that they are having severe conflicts. Recall that Hadise and her husband had been married for less than a year before they filed for a divorce. Ekram Tunjir, a local journalist, claimed that celebrities get special treatment in the Bekuz courthouse. He said that celebrities who want a quick divorce file a suit in Bekuz, even if they do not reside in the district. He also noted that celebrities could park their cars in the courthouse's yard which is normally reserved for the court staff. Speaking of celebrities, on Sunday the 2nd, a group of people attacked and killed Anur Suner, a singer known for having participated in Turkey's version of The Voice. The attackers beat Suner with broken glass bottles. The police took five people into custody and arrested three of them. Some newspapers reported that the group first got in a verbal argument with Suner at a music venue because the singer didn't know the song they requested him to play. Later that night, the group followed him on his way home and attacked him. Even though the police broke up the fight, Sener later died in the hospital. Now on to some environmental news. Some experts stated that Turkey's largest lake, Lake Van, locally known as Van Golu, is at risk of drying up. A professor from a local university reported that water levels are four meters lower than 30 years ago. He added that even though water levels rise and fall from time to time, this was a significant drop. Even ancient ports that have been underwater for centuries have started to emerge. Now some good news for Istanbulites. The Transportation and Infrastructure Minister announced that they'll partially open the metro line that connects two airports, the Istanbul Airport and the Sabiha Gokçen Airport, in late November. For now, the line will connect the Istanbul Airport to the Kaitane District. The minister said that residents will be able to reach the city center from the airport in less than 30 minutes. The Istanbul airport is located in the outskirts of the city. It's very difficult to travel between the two airports for connecting flights, since one of them is in the European side and the other is on the Asian side. Residents have been waiting for the line to start operating for years. Originally, the ministry had planned to finish its construction in 2021. We've got more good news this week, this time from people with furry friends. To mark World Animal Day on Tuesday the 4th, the Istanbul municipality announced that cats, dogs, and birds can now travel alongside their owners on public transportation. However, there are some restrictions. Owners must have their dogs on a leash and have them wear a mouthpiece, and cats and birds have to travel inside their carriers. There's also a weight limit for dogs. Those over 5 kilograms can only use public transportation between 7 and 10 a.m. or between 4 and 8 p.m. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at turkey at rorschach.com. Hoşçakalın. Hoşçakalın.